The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to Richard Harris of Port Shelter Investment Management. Richard is the CEO and he's with us for the half hour. Always a pleasure. And today he joins uh, from Washington, D.C. Richard, so much of the conversation has been around inflation and the aggression that central banks need to kind of put in place to get inflation under control. But I'm wondering whether we're at the point where we're seeing kind of peak inflation. Is it too soon to make that call? Yes, way too soon. I think, you know, inflation is really long burn. And uh, it was interesting hearing Governor Waller a moment ago saying, oh, we've just seen the numbers. You know, it's it's not been hard to predict that inflation is going to move on. Uh, what with QE, what with the kind of uh, coronavirus pressures, um, all of these things really have highlighted what's been happening. Um, we've gone through the stage where we've had a lot of supply side inflation. I suspect that we're now going to start going through the demand side of, um, uh, of it. Um, and in addition to that, with the labor force looking to want more income. I mean, the interesting thing, as you know, I'm normally in Hong Kong. Sitting in Washington, D.C. feels very expensive. And it's not just the uh, currency. Uh, it's also the fact that prices have gone up a lot. I think this is, um, this is a snowball that's going to keep on rolling. Uh, compared to Hong Kong, Richard, expensive Washington. Anyway, we'll come to that later. Um, how can we possibly have a recession when we've got a labour market which is so tight? Well, it, it, it is tight at the moment, but I wonder if, you, you know, along with the inflation, we're also getting this recession narrative coming in. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about the fact that you, there are hiring signs everywhere. But the issue is we've had this, this this problem with people not really going back to work, not really wanting to go back to their old jobs. But I wonder if as we get recession, we're also going to get an increase in unemployment. Um, and that's also going to hit the labor market quite substantially. But, you know, the thing is, with, uh, uh, as you know, from the UK uh, b- back uh, in the bad old days of the 70s and 80s, it's not necessarily the mass of the population that demands inflationary rises. It's uh, 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 it's organized labor. Um, it's professionals like you and me, the kind of people that ask for it. And we will continue to ask for pay rises because prices are continuing to go up. Um, unfortunately, as recession comes on, we're going to get parts of society that's, go- as you say, that's not going to be able to m- demand pay rises. But those parts of society that can uh, will do that, and they'll do it as, as much as they possibly can. So you alluded a moment ago to a, a stronger dollar and how that's impacting uh, your visit to D.C. Give me your sense of how sustainable dollar strength is. Well, you know, we're in a trend at the moment, obviously, with uh, U.S. interest rates looking at going up. I mean, can, can you imagine if we'd been talking five months ago about 75 
basis points being good news. Um, you know, so I think I think that ball is going to continue. We're in the middle of a trend where the dollar is king. You know, we're seeing euro almost at parity. We see this huge fall in the Japanese yen. Um, and I think that momentum is going to continue for quite a while until the balances change. Uh, Richard, you know, we've got loads of conflicting uh, economic signals, economic indicators in the, the U.S. Um, but I just want to highlight one thing that uh, we, we've seen happen uh, since uh, March of 2020. We've seen M1 money supply go up from four, uh, around about, what, four trillion U.S. dollars to now 20.6 trillion dollars. That's a 415 percent increase. Isn't that deeply concerning to you? Yes, and I think it all fits into the inflation story. You know, we, uh, we, we've seen a lot of money being created, not only over the last year or two, but over the last decade. Um, and this takes a little while to come through. You know, people take a little while to spend it. Um, certainly now, uh, sitting in, in Washington, D.C., uh, as a tourist, you can see the economy looks pretty buoyant uh, uh, and it, it's bubbling along quite nicely. And as we said earlier, um, people are looking for labor all over the place. Um, but you can't help thinking that this sudden increase in prices is is concerning. Interest rates are going to have to go up. And also, if you do have inflation going up without any real control, we are likely to slip into recession as a result. So I think there are a lot of figures that may be conflicting at the moment. But to my mind, they're all generally pointing towards the same thing, which is a recession, maybe 12 12 months time. Okay, so maybe that's the situation that uh, the U.S. is in. Let's talk about China now because uh, we're getting the uh, major economic indicators of the month of June at uh, 10 a.m. local time. How, what's your sense of how well the Chinese economy is performing right now? Well, obviously, with the lockdowns, I mean, it's difficult to imagine, you know, when you're overseas, that the Chinese have had extremely severe lockdowns over the last quarter. Um, you're talking about people not really being able to go out of their houses. That has to impact uh, economic growth. Now, in China, of course, they have various ways of doing it. You know, people live in the factory, that, that kind of thing. Um, and we've also seen exports do extremely well at this time as the rest of the world has recovered and there's been a lot of revenge spending. So the economy probably is buoyed up uh, quite a bit by these uh, export figures. But I think domestically, it's going to be quite grim. You know, this quarter, if you look at the same quarter in the early part of 2020 in the US, in Europe, in the UK, you were looking at something like a fall of a third, uh, 33% in GDP. Now, that recovered very sharply and by almost the same amount. But I think we have to look at these figures as being uh, going to be nasty, brutish, but probably quite short because we will see a rebound as China comes out of its COVID restrictions. Uh, Richard, what are you doing market-wise? Well, I've actually been trimming a little bit. You know, I am looking at the recession story, but I am cognizant that it's not going to happen all at once. You know, we've seen some slightly bullish uh, comments actually out of the, the bank chairman over the last 24 hours. So, you know, these things don't go down all in a straight line. But I have been lightening my equity holdings. Um, uh, I've got quite a lot in dollars. Uh, I'm slightly concerned about commodities, of course, and, and, and they've come off too. Um, but I think equities are probably, if you have the right stocks, it is an active manager's market, uh, they will be the right place to be. You know, we'll see this J curve as they get hurt by inflation, but also recovery as they increase prices in line with inflation. So if you had to short uh, an industry or let's say an entire market right now, what would that look like? 
Well, I think you'd probably want to short the whole world at the moment. You know, <laughs> things are going to go down. <laughs> but we can't do that. We're investors. You know, we're supposed to be invested in something. Um, so it's OK for, for traders and hedge funds that, that can play around the margin. But for people who really need to be invested, who really need to be long, you've got to be there. You've just got to be very careful about making sure you're in as robust uh, assets as possible uh, in an inflationary and a recessionary environment. Richard, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Richard Harris, the Chief Executive at Port Shelter Investment Management, normally in Hong Kong, uh, but he is at the moment in Washington, D.C., getting his take on the macro picture in the U.S. in particular, and a quick word on his investment philosophy as well. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.